0: hello 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 everyone um how are you doing this beautiful day you are currently listening to the butterfly angle podcast a listening show that engages you in everything inspiration motivation lifestyle and relationships of all kind i remain your humble host Jasmina. yep yeah we are continuing on the topic insecurity. Yeah, uh, last year we started insecurity. We defined insecurity. We talked about the causes uh, and how to, you know, snap out of insecurity. And we also talked about the types of different branches of insecurity that I promised we're going to be breaking down over the course of We talked about social insecurity, uh, insecurity in relationships, financial insecurity, uh, job insecurity and so on and so forth. So last week we talked about social insecurity and this week, today, we will be talking about insecurity in relationships or relationship insecurity. Yeah, relationship insecurity or insecurity in relationship. Now, uh, relationship insecurity means you are unsure and unconfident about your relationship. Uh, It is a deep belief that you are not good enough for your partner or that you do not deserve the love or other things that your partner give to you. These beliefs causes you to feel anxious. It, you know, causes you to doubt your own value. You know, in, you have a, a sense of a, a low sense of uh, self worth. You will not value your own self. You will feel, um, you would feel down. Like, long story short, it is depressing. Insecurities in a relationship often stem from your past and now uh, probably what, probably the things that your partner or your former partner did to you or some of the experiences that you had in the past and now you're letting all of those things control your future, you're letting your past control your future and your present. Feelings of insecurities runs deep and we may not even recognize them ourselves. But there are a few signs that I'm going to be pointing out in this podcast. So, listen on. (laughs) Signs of insecurities in a relationship. Number one, we have worry. Now, worry in itself is not bad. Because I believe, I feel like you will worry about someone you really care about. For example, I care about my daughter, if she is, um, for example, she's playing so hard, so rough, I worry that she might hurt herself. It's not me feeling insecure about her. Now, in a relationship, Um, at home, we, or probably my partner and I made plans, and he's like, oh, I'm just an hour and a half away from you, and it's been two hours, he's not here yet. And he, I text him and he's like, oh, I'm still in the bus, tra- this traffic. I'm not texting him to say, oh, where are you? And where are you in the sense that you're not coming? But like, where are you? What's happening? Like, I'm worried because, you know, no, I mean, there is a slight, a very thin line between life and death. Probably on his way, God forbid something that happened to him. That is me worrying about him, you know, but it's not like a bad kind of worry. But when all I'm thinking is he's probably, he's probably gone to meet another girl or he wasn't even lying to me in the first place that he wasn't coming. Now insecurities in a relationship don't always manifest outwardly. Many insecure people keep their feelings bottled up. They keep it, you know, bottled up and deep down they worry. Now, all of these thoughts just keeps me doubting him. He, even when he says, I love you, I, can, I keep thinking, does he really mean it? Does he really love me? Or if he says, you're beautiful, and the first thing that pops in my head is, uh, does he also think Anisha is beautiful? Does he also think Amaya is pretty? You know? Another important sign uh, is jealousy. This is one of the most obvious signs of a relationship and security. Now, how do I put it? A jealous partner or just like I said about worry, jealousy is not bad in itself. For example, I'm always making examples. <laughs> uh, but for example, um, about like a few years ago, like maybe five six years ago i was in a relationship with this person and i was jealous of his friends because i felt like he was closer to them than he was to me and there are things that his friends know that i do not and i also felt like he talked to his friend more often than he talks to me so i always i felt jealous of them because they had this like really unique relationship that i longed to have uh with him and and no i did not break up with him because of that and i did not hate his friends because of that in fact i tried moving closer to his friends to see you know what is it doing that is making him you know that makes them this dynamic what is it what is it that i'm doing that is not fitting into you know probably his personality or that is not making him open up to me more but now that is totally different from being jealousy to the point of control and hatred and all that bullshit. a jealous partner constantly questions your signature their significance or their true intentions they spy, they become clingy, they control your friendships, and your free time. Yeah, this is so true. You see them, they probably have like chakras on you or something. That I feel like that's just another level of crazy. Like, if you cannot trust a person, I don't feel like you should even be in a relationship with that person to start with. Trust is very important in a relationship, and if you don't trust them, I don't think you should be in a relationship with Becoming I mean, clearly like, let your partner socialize. Let him have a life outside of you. I was actually thinking about something like this, and I said, oh, I probably will put it in a podcast whenever I'm trying to, like, talk about it, but I'm just going to say it here. Now, this is probably probably why people commit suicide after their partner leave them. And I'm not saying, I'm not just insulting them or saying they're not strong enough or they're stupid or stuff, But they become so attached to their partner that they have no life outside of their partner. That existence are so intertwined with their partners that outside of their partner, technically they do not even exist anymore. So they just kill themselves. Because when your entire existence is embedded in someone else's, when that person leaves, you no longer exist so they don't see any reason for them to leave they just take your own lives because apparently that person is the reason to leave they share everything with that person they dump everyone for that person even you know sometimes the person don't even be asking for it the person did not ask you to leave your family the person did not ask you to dump your friends you just decide i love this person so much i want to be with this person two for seven every single day you move moving with that person you become so clingy. you control uh friendships and free time you guys are always together outside of that person you have no life but that is by the way anyways it is consuming and damaging to relationships so when you notice that you have the compulsion to start spying on your partner take note that this is a sign of insecurity when you become when you notice that you become too clingy and you want to control the kind of friends your partner moves with you know that that is a sign of insecurity and yeah the truth is not everybody is going to like you so you probably in a relationship with someone and the friend don't be feeling you like that calm down okay because before you came into that person's life um, the friends were there the person had friends that were there for them at their lowest point, saw them at their lowest point and stood by them. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't think I would end my friendship with anyone for any man. That is the truth. I wouldn't. If you don't like my friends, that's on you. I love them. I'm not saying it as, oh, probably my friend is being toxic. I know my friends kind of exhibit their own toxic trait, but my friends are sweet. And I do not have many. I can count like probably three, four, max. I have five friends in the whole world, aside from my family, and that is unperiod. So, when I have a friend or when I have a partner that is trying to control, you know, the kind of people that I move with. I just know the person is insecure so once you notice that you're trying to control your your partner's friendships their free time you become you know super clingy just note that you're becoming insecure another one which is number three is attention seeker some attention-seeking behaviors are similar to jealousy yes like for example the need to you know get a constant reassurance now i love my one of my uh, love languages is words of affirmation i love it when a guy tells me or when my partner tells me i love you you mean the world to me you're beautiful i think you you look great you're gorgeous you know i love it when my partner tells me these things but i'm not Loving him to tell me that because I do not know that I am pretty or that I do not know that I look gorgeous in my beautiful dress. (laughs) Not trying to be corny or you know cocky, but when he tells me this things, I just I love it because it feels because I believe that he means everything that comes out of his mouth. I believe he means that he really loves me when he say he loves me. So when, but when it becomes something that without him telling you that he loves you, you're constantly doubting that he loves you. Without him telling him you're beautiful, you're constantly doubting that you're beautiful. Without him telling you that you look amazing or you are amazing at what you do, you constantly doubt that you are amazing at what you do. And that is just that is just too much you know that you just know that you are being insecure right now others are about a fear of being alone some people they do not like to be alone of course when your partner goes or probably to meet up and when it's time to part you know you kind of feel sad you kind of feel you know uh, Well, i say lonely but i use the word lonely but let's just use the word lonely and then you some people moving together with their partners, not because they're ready for it per se. And no, I don't even really support the whole living relationship. If I'm gonna live with you, then that would be as your wife. I don't support why. Like, why would I move in with you when I'm not ready to spend the rest of my life with you? You two are already making life commitments together by living together. Some people go as far as having kids, raising kids in the same house and you two are not married. I'm not against uh, 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 anybody, but I just really feel like if we are going to move in together, we should just get it done and over with. So you moving together with someone, I feel like it just shows you're not ready for that long life kind of commitment. And You're just scared of really being alone. You want to be able to monitor their movements. You want to be able to Say, oh, this is what his schedule looks like every day You know like the Compulsion to want your partner to do everything with you to eat with you to sleep sleep with you to You know go everywhere with you technically um, Also You argue constantly. Now, one of my toxic traits is argument. I don't know how to keep my nose out of an argument. And I feel like my friends even know that. Like, we be talking and I'm bringing up points upon points and points upon points. I feel like it's because I, I read too much. I read a lot and I read anything. It's not just novels, actually. I just, I can just be curious about something and you see me on Google searching and I'm just reading about the person's life, reading about, you know, different things. And when it's time to argue, I always just have something to say. And I feel like it's a toxic trait to some point because I cannot keep my news. You know, when you just hear an argument, they're not even arguing with me they're probably arguing within themselves I don't do that to strangers, just my friends (laughs) but I cannot keep my nose out of an argument once I hear it I cannot unhear it (laughs) but my point is if you want to argue with your partner you argue and try to come to a conclusion try to come to a healthy conclusion a conclusion that will benefit both of you but when you just feel the need, for example, your partner drops a cup on the table and you're like, why did you drop a cup on the table? He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'll take it back. No, you always do this every single time Then you start an argument You say, oh, just, just like last week, just like last year, just like last two years, your friends and you, you all the same thing. You start bringing up issues that your partner would even be wondering, how did we get there? Nibola to just... <laughs> another one which is the last one is negatively if negative effect on your partner now um, when your partner start feeling the whole negativity I want you to know something that all of this insecurity and everything that you exhibit it doesn't <clears throat> affect you as much as it affects your partner because it is draining to constantly for me, it is draining to constantly assure someone that I love you when every time I have to tell you that I love you before you believe me, in fact, I have to tell you I love you about like 20 times every day before you know it now I am a very expressive person and I can honestly I don't mind telling you that I love you 20 times every day my daughter, as like completely taking that from me because she would just we are talking and the next thing she wants to do is hug you and just kiss you and just say I love you mommy and I'm like oh I love you too babes or I just keep staring at her and I'm like I love you and she's like oh I love you too I'm that expressive I don't mind it at all but when it's coming from a place of let me tell her I love her let me tell him that I love him so that he would not feel insecure or so that he would believe me or I have to, or the compulsion of it, or the, the belief that I have to tell you that I love you before you know it. I mean, it's just too much. Or I have to like constantly be with you all the time. It's draining. I want to socialize. I am this kind of person. I am kind of a loner. I don't really like crowd. I don't do crowd. When I'm in the crowd, I'm not shy or you know introverted, but I do not like to stay there. It's not my comfort zone. I don't like to stay there. In fact, when I go out to an event, it takes me about like three months to recover. I don't exactly enjoy it, but if I have to do it, I'll do it. Then imagine me doing this constantly with someone always going out with the person, always, you know, just being around the person, two for seven is just too much for me. Or the fact that someone someone has to be spying on me or someone is too clingy or someone has to tell me, oh, these are the people that I want you to be with, these are the people I do not want you to be with. That is a big no. It affects your partner. And at the end of the day, you damage that person also. You create insecurities in that person. That person is scared of dating and that person because like, uh, I don't think I want to do this again or the person might end up mistaking mistaking uh, healthy worry for toxic worry like it gets into a new relationship she gets into a renewed relationship and her partner or his partner says oh I'm worried I thought you were not coming again it's like oh the next thing that pops in your head is uh, another one <laughs> another one so yeah note at the back of your mind that whatever it is you do affects your partner more than it affects you so please try to carve out your insecurities which is what i will be saying in the next you know um this next line well i said line? this is not mine but you know what i mean Now we're going to go to how to stop being insecure in a relationship. Yup, this is for y'all. So know that your um, insecurities affect your partner more than you. And if you really love the person, you will try to stop being insecure in your relationship. And here's how. Number one, start with self-love. In fact, scrap that. Okay, 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 yeah, let's not scrap that. Start with self-love. I was gonna put it in number two and say don't even be in a relationship you're gonna be insecure but at the same time I cannot that that would be a mean thing to say because I know what it's like to date an insecure person I once dated this guy and every morning or almost every morning—he text me he'd say good morning how was your night Take care, have fun at school today. Don't do what I won't do. <laughs> or, I don't like it when he would text me and say, I don't like it when I hear a guy's voice in the background. And I'm like, This is really early in the morning. What is wrong with you? What happened to hey, sweetie? How was your night? Have fun at school today. I love you. What happened to that? I mean, I was having, we were on a call, and before we were on a call, I was actually talking to some of my friends, and we were having a conversation, and then someone popped up and said something super funny, and if you know me, you'd know that I have a serious problem with laughing. I cannot take anything seriously, even about my own life. Like, I feel like it is a coping mechanism for me. At the same time, it's just really a lifestyle. This is just me. I laugh at literally everything. I know that sometimes some things are not funny and some things are not, you know, there are times where you shouldn't laugh, but I cannot even help myself. So my friend says this, then A.J. She says this really funny thing, and I just I laugh so hard, even though I'm gonna call with him and he just he went off on me, like why are you on to why are you laughing i'm trying to make a conversation with you you're laughing at what your friends are saying what is wrong with you are your friends more important than me it was it was exhausting it was exhausting having to tell him that i love you and i want i am only going to be with you it was exhausting at the end of the day i had to just like bish push, 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 cut it off so number one love yourself because cool. love yourself Love yourself. If you love yourself, you will not stress somebody's son. You will not stress somebody's daughter. You wouldn't. Love yourself. Number two, learn to communicate effectively. Not every time you have to argue. Not every time you have to literally yell at your partner. Talk, come down and talk to me. And learn to communicate healthily. Learn to communicate with sense. Not that you want to communicate with your partner, you're using foul words. You're like, eh, you're, you're acting like a stupid person and then I was trying to talk to you. No, you don't say that to your partner. That is a big ton off. When you want to talk, you, you can... Okay, so now, there's a difference between... Oh yo, yeah. let's take for example. Your partner has the habit of throwing things. On the floor leaving things on the floor instead of putting them back to where it is supposed to be there's a difference between why are you acting like like a fool why are you acting like a fool why can't you pack this thing and throw it on the floor are you a dirty pig and hey babe you're giving me extra work putting all these things on the floor why can't you just put it back you know it's you can just put it back where you, you met it it will really help me you're stressing me out and you know, it's really, you tell them you express yourself in a kind of way that way your partner understands that this thing is really draining for you because you have to do this every time. You have to correct this every time, but when you are trying to achieve that goal and then you're cussing out on your partner, trust me, you're not going to achieve anything by that. Another thing is meet each other's needs. This is where the word compromise comes in. Now, for example, your partner doesn't like it when you expose too much of your body and you, you decide yes I want to show cleavages everybody has to see this thing now I'm not against you but there is this thing called compromise he doesn't enjoy it when or he doesn't like it when other people are staring at your oranges there are other low neck dresses, tops, clothes that do not have to show your cleavages and you can still achieve the same, you know, gorgeous look, then you decide, okay, I'm gonna just switch to that. That is compromise. Or your partner is always, I don't know, I already made an example for the female. Let me make an example for the male. Your partner is always too jolly with female friends and you're like okay I think I'm not against you having female friends but I think you have to tone it down a bit. The usual you is super super comfortable around females but because this is a relationship that you both need to work on your partner doesn't like it so you're going to compromise and you're going to tone it down a bit. It doesn't mean you're going to uh throughout all your female friends but you're gonna set boundaries and you're gonna let them know i'm in a relationship so there's some things that i used to do before with you that i wouldn't be able to do with you and number four stop over analyzing when your partner does something you already thought about like you already think about like 20 different scenarios why why you're just disturbing yourself for nothing when you part, if that, which is why I said, when I'm not talking about people that I'm not talking about relationship or relationship with people that you don't trust. I'm talking about people that you know are trustworthy, people that have done absolutely everything to prove to you that they are worth your trust, or they have earned your trust. This is for them, not people that you know that this person na or this person is not really a bad type of person that like that, like that. She understand. So I'm talking about people that you know that you can trust. So you, once you trust your partner, when you're, once your partner say I am at this place with this person, you believe that they're at that place with that person. You don't have to overanalyze, start calling your friends, start spying on them, or anything. And uh, number five, which I feel like it's really important, is act like you are just, you know, you two just started dating. Now, so one mistake most people in relationships do is, I know it's not easy because before you met this person or before you two started dating, you probably saw this person as, oh my God, this person is an angel. And then you just got to know the person and you're like, ah, this person is so stubborn, this girl is super stubborn. Or the guy is like, oh, he's a, uh, my knight in shining armor. And you get to like, ah, this boy is safe, you two me. I know that it, it get like that because you two already know certain things about each other that you didn't know when you started dating. But try as much as you can to still rekindle that feeling. Rekindle the moment that you two, you know, fell for each other, you two started dating, go on dates, sometimes you just, it doesn't have to be all the time, probably once a week, go on dates, have fun, go to picnics, you know, do something significant together. Probably it's um, painting, you paint together, if it's something, make it a ritual, don't let it fade away because you guys are now spending like what, a year, two years together, Don't let those important things, those things that you used to look out for each other, don't let it fade away. You two probably used to get each other to spend lunch together after work or you have dinner after work, even if it's once anyway, even if it's three times, even if it's once a week, try not to make that ritual die. Yes. And uh, that is all I have for y'all today. (laughs) I I hope you enjoyed today's podcast because. I sure did enjoy myself explaining all the whole scenarios. Scenarios. (laughs) Uh yeah, we have come to the end of the show. Yes. Please, if you notice you have any of those, I don't know, insecure tendencies, try as much as possible to work on it and you know, um Start with self-love. Learn to communicate effectively. Meet each other's needs. Stop over-analyzing and act like you two just started dating. Hopefully, these tips are going to work for y'all. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Jasmine Gracie. On Twitter at FlyMina. On TikTok at FlyMina. You can follow Butterfly Angle Podcast on Instagram at Butterfly Angle Podcast. Yeah. And also... You can we are live on Spotify, Anchor Audio Mac and Google Podcasts. Please follow me on all those social uh media all those listening platforms rather. Please do want to follow me on Spotify, do want to follow me on Audio Mac. Do want to follow me on Anchor. I don't are they following each other on Anchor I don't I don't know but if they're following please follow me. I know that they're following on there's a following uh, feature on Spotify and your so yeah. Have an amazing amazing weekend ahead. I love you all. Bye-bye. Bye bye.